0: Most realtors don't have the kind of technology tools that loan officers have. Most loan officers have more tech tools and actually log in and use them than realtors do. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm telling loan officers, is, that, hey, anytime your realtor partners get housed in the market, they need to send you a text. Hello, and welcome to
1: another episode of Mortgage Influencers, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry technology, and services to help you be a mortgage influencer in your mortgage business.
2: I got yelled at last week, man. I got out my game. (laughs) Oh,
1: dude. And that's a good start that we're live. Is Steve getting yelled at? <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome, welcome to another week of mortgage influencers. It is Wednesday, and uh, we're excited to have you on. My name is Ginger Bell, and I have Scott Chang. Hey, and Steve Richmond, which is second week with us being But we're
2: not hosts. the important people, Ginger. Come on, let's go to no, the
1: No, we're not. So I have a very special guest today. I've been excited about having you on, Katie. Thank you. Katie, um wrote a book, Fortune Cookie Leadership. And um, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but uh Katie is a speaker, a trainer. Um, known in the industry for a long time. And I love what you said just when we were, you know, getting ready for the call is you're a translator. So you're
0: bilingual. (laughs) That's important. So welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And this is uh, what a great platform. So thank you for continuing to do this to support the industry. And um, it's definitely needed just to hear the different voices so we can all support each other. I only I only want the cool people to be successful in a shifting market. So uh, this is it. This is the cool people section. So it's good.
1: The cool kids table. That's exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Who knew I'd yeah. be at the cool kids table? You know. Hey. Oh, we knew that.
2: Where's the nerd table? Because that's where I'm sitting. I'm all nerd so, all we, the time. We can, we, can what do what do we can do
0: this too. We can
3: do this <laughs> too. Bilingual now.
1: Bilingual. Yeah.
3: going on. <laughs>
1: Okay, so so one of the things, and Katie, you can you you can speak on a lot of different topics. I know you do training on a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me right now, um, because we mostly have mortgage and you know, mortgage originators who are on this, although we yeah. are seeing, you know, people that are now joining from the real estate side um that are realtors. Mm-hmm. What is what is the number one thing? And we're just going to lead straight off here. It's like peel the Band-Aid off. It's like, what's okay. the number one thing originators should be doing right now um, to to really help their real estate agents to to deepen that relationship?
0: Okay, I, so you're about to get... The fire Stop. hose Everybody. is coming! Get Everybody get your helmet on. Here we go. <laughs> you said
2: one thing, right? One it thing. Is,
0: it, is it, it is the one thing. The number one question that every realtor gets at least once a day, sometimes twice a day, is how's the market? <laughs> so as a translator between realtors and loan officers, a lot of realtors get the how's the market question and answer it with something like, it's amazing, it's challenging, we don't have a lot of inventory, it, and, and, and they, they will say a statement of it's good or it's bad, and I am teaching realtors right now to stop that. Um, And that when somebody asks you how's the market or for loan officers, what are rates, it's the international sign for book an appointment. That's it. Book an appointment. Because what happens is realtors will have five to ten real estate conversations in a week and not keep track of those leads. The only difference between a hot lead and a cold lead is time. That's it. Most realtors don't have the kind of technology tools that loan officers have most loan officers have more tech tools and actually log in and use them than realtors do. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm telling loan officers that, Hey, anytime your realtor partners get, how's the market, they need to send you a text. Hey, I just talked to ginger bell. This is her phone number. She asked me, how's the market. Uh, I told her that the market is two, you know, two sides, the real estate side and the market, mortgage side. And she needs to have a conversation with you. It's an opportunity to do an annual mortgage review It's an opportunity to be a financial advisor. For most people, their home is their largest financial investment of their lives. It is the number one indicator of generational wealth. And we say silly things like, oh, it's crazy. The market, what are rates? Oh, they've they've doubled and stop. (laughs) People can Google, what are rates? People can Google, how's the market? What they're really asking you is please help me understand it for me. It's an extraordinarily personal question and we have to take it that way instead of it's a cocktail conversation. It's not. It's an international sign for book the appointment. I go off on this if you'd like. I could spend the. (laughs) This is my soapbox right now. It's just giant. Well, can I chime in on that? Please.
2: What I do know about you, as I'm learning more and more about you, is that you're a coach as well, correct? Yes. So I was reading somebody on LinkedIn. I think it was LinkedIn. Forgive me if it was Facebook. But the other day, and somebody says, who's a good mortgage or real estate coach out there? And I had the same exact answer. to that's the same as what's your rate? That's the same as how's the market? Unless I, you can answer, I got to find out more about you of what you're trying to right. do, what your circumstance is to figure out who to, who's the right person for you to speak with, right? I mean, that's sort of what you're saying, correct? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and the answer to any real estate question is it depends because it does. Right? It's what are rates? It depends. Is it a condo? Is it single family? Is it your primary residence? Is, this, is it a vacation home? Is it investment property? Uh, you know, hey, how are those alimony payments working out for you? These are not conversations you're gonna have with somebody at the baseball game or at a cocktail party. It's weird. You're gonna say, you know, it depends on a whole lot of different factors. When I left the real estate running real estate offices and went onto the mortgage side, I had no idea how many factors made up rate. No clue. Right. Most realtors don't and so like having like the what are rates well you can google rates but who cares what's the rate for me and i'll tell people personally the last couple times i've done a loan i've actually taken the higher rate to get the rebate because i didn't Mm -hmm. i want to hold on to my cash Mm -hmm. so like it i don't know one one of the meta
3: one of the analogies i i used to always use because i was on the mortgage side is I would say, well, that's kind of like calling up a car dealership and asking them how much is a car, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's like, it's the same kind of question. There's a lot of factors. It depends on you. It just, it just depends. It's yeah, no, you're right. That's just an opportunity to educate them on their specific personal situation. You're, I I love that you're saying that because it sounds like
0: asking me, what's the average temperature of the United States? Uh, <laughs> 72. but where are you going to be like I, does it matter what the average temperature is no i need to know where am i going to be like i said i I, it, I i grew up in the san francisco bay area we have microclimates it's a 30 degree difference in, between in 30 miles so yeah. i mean it, it's um and that's what it is and, and i said for most people it's a deeply personal question it's either for themselves. Usually, it's for themselves, their own property or their own life changes. People buy and sell real estate because the time of their life, not timing the market. People bought and sold real estate at eighteen percent because of the time of their life. And then you also have, well, you know, I think we got to sell great grandma's house, and and you know, we got to pay. That's gonna how we're gonna pay for her to to stay in assisted living. Uh, my niece just got married. My uh, my daughter just got a a pay raise, and she's gonna need to buy something soon, and. And it's, it comes from the heart. It's a heart question. It it sounds like a head question. It's a heart question. It's how is this going to impact not only me or somebody that's important to me. And we need to answer from the heart of, I care about you enough to schedule some time to talk about it with you. And if it's around your home, why don't I come by and see what you've done? I can give you a detailed estimate on what the value of your house is, and then have a conversation about what it looks like. Do you think when they're talking to their friends about my realtor came over today or my loan officer came over today, it's even better if you go together, you and the the loan officer and the realtor go together to the client's home and talk to them about what's happening in the real estate market, not only with inventory, but rates. And what are the options and what are the opportunities? There are opportunities in every real estate market. What is the opportunity Mm -hmm. for you and what is the opportunity for your client?
2: I, I want to shout out, reach you know i love it like like let it roll we got the holy roller one here and what scares me from what you just said because i agree with you obviously but what scares me is chat gpt and the the ai stuff because people are typing in what's the market is now a good time to buy a house and you're getting that generic incomplete answer and that's the exact opposite of what you're saying is you got to understand the person before you can give them the answer
0: of course Right. I mean, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know if you have a plan to move to you know, North Carolina. I, I mean, I, I mean, I had this idea of moving to Honolulu several years ago and, you know, it was like, how does this work? And I never really figured. And then I, I ended up having a conversation with one of my realtor friends in Hawaii. And I'm like, can I do this? Does this work? And it did. And so I did it. So well, I have it, to
2: say, I love the fact that you said, if you're planning to move to North Carolina, cause I'm your North Carolina guy, I live in North Carolina. So if you are, <laughs> we'll be, I'll come visit you in Hawaii. You can come visit me. Deal, in North Carolina. Deal,
0: deal, deal. Yes, no, for sure. And it, it's just, it's a deeply personal question. And this is a thing that uh, I actually teach loan officers, a, a process of questions on it. We call it the lost leads conversation. And it's most realtors are, are having entering 400 and 500 real estate conversations a year and they may close 50 of them. Well, what are they doing with the other 450 names, they right? Even if they put them into a CRM, wouldn't it be better if somebody got two calls versus zero? So like put them in a loan officer CRM, put them in, I said, I'm a big HomeBot fan, put them in HomeBot. So they're getting something once a month. But the, the question that the number one question the realtors are saying right now is we need more leads. And I'm like, you get two leads a day, at least by people asking you yeah. how's the market you're just not thinking of them. <laughs> they do. I, they, a, and they
1: don't think of those as, as actual. Like, leads.
0: So okay. Let's see. Now you're not, now I'm really getting on my soapbox. Okay. <laughs> so I was so I went to Catholic school, which means I started selling in the first grade. Um, I've been I've been literally door knocking since I was six years old. Um, you know, I got to go to Great America and all the cool things when you're in the first grade. It was very exciting. Um and I was in corporate sales for 15 years before getting into real estate. And I sold copiers for Canon copiers, and not once when I went to a cocktail party or a barbecue or a soccer game, did anybody ever come up to me and go, hey, Katie, you know what? At some point, I'm going to need to buy a copier. How's the copier market? (laughs) No one ever once did that to me in my entire sales career. I never once got a how's the market conversation for any other industry except for real estate. And as a salesperson and as a sales trainer, I'm amazed that we get this blessing that people will walk up to us and go, hey, at some point I'm gonna to need to buy from you, either how are rates or how's the market and we're not capturing them. Ah, okay, that lead isn't hot enough for me, so I'm just gonna ignore it. And that, as a salesperson, that makes it's cringeworthy. Uh, so, and, and it's the thing is that people, I don't wanna be salesy. Don't, provide value. Good and educate people. yeah, educate. That's, okay. that's what you do right edu marketing right well
1: and, and part of it and i want to kind of you said something that i think a lot of people miss and that is people buy because of time of life not because of time of market and guys if you're listening to this double down on that because that's really what's important. They think it's the market, but really it's the life. And that's the market that we are into is what's going on in your life. And so creating content, doing videos, podcasts, all those kind of things, talking about the other side of, Hey, what's happening in your life? Can you buy it? You know, what do you do if you're going through a divorce? You know, what's happening if you're becoming an empty nester, where can you live? I mean, just that you said you thought about it for a couple of years before you even you know, started doing <laughs> that. That involves planning that involves, well, can I do this? Then those are things that you can create content around, create videos around. And that's the thing that we really want people to think about is not just an aha. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is a lead. Well, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And that's really the next step. So it is a lead. So the realtor is getting those phone calls. Hey, you know, what's going on in the market? It's a time for an appointment, but the follow up. Yep. So what are some okay. of the things they can do on the follow up?
0: So the follow up is, um, I mean, leveraging, obviously, video is key. And and that's one of the questions. So one of the things, what are my passions, as you say, I'm I'm Irish, Italian, so I like a loud fight. Um, So I'm a a passionate person. And one of my big passions right now is speaker development, uh, helping people find their voice. Mm. And it's simple even as how do I I talk to my phone, right? How do I do a video? I don't like how I sound. I don't like how I look. What is and And doing just some of these simple things. And what I tell people is like, if you get a question more than once a week, there's probably a hundred other people who have that same question. So yeah. do a video on that question and think of one person, like literally talk to your phone as if you're talking to one person and look in the camera as if you're going to tell Ginger, hey, this is, this is an answer to your question. It's, it's how you look at the camera and then post it. And, and I'm, and I also, I hate to break this to you, but what you look like and what you sound like is what <laughs> other people expect you to look like and sound like. And, it, and that's, you know, you're just going to have to get used to it. Know that we don't look at ourselves or hear ourselves the same way. And that's okay. Um, but it's 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 video content is really really good just think of a person that you're talking to and blogging's the same way i recommend blogging to a person write a blog as if you were writing to one person like those old world war 2 letters that are intimate and detailed and th- they're come from the heart when you talk to the masses you talk to no one mm. when you talk to a person it becomes personal and becomes leadership from your heart but i think the simple stuff is just the basics, and and I know the basics is boring, I get it. And it's setting the CRM to make sure that they're getting an email twice a month and a call once a quarter. And I said, what's well, one of my favorite things about HomeBot is it's automated. And it just goes out once a month and it's personal. The HomeBot is personal um, and the and if it, it makes the phone ring. People will call and ask questions about it. And it's that's when you get to demonstrate your value. This is the market for the true professionals. You get to up your game and you get to demonstrate your value versus just the ability to answer a phone and have a pulse, right? So now you get to demonstrate why they need to be not only using you, referring you. This is the market to take over market share and just demonstrate your value and give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away. Give it away. There's no secrets. There's experts. Because I think you're right. You can use artificial intelligence and Google to find stuff. But most people still want advice.
1: They do. Yeah. Yeah. And they want that connection. Yeah. They want to have that is that is the relationship that is built. And, you know, to to reinforce what you're talking about, having a, you know, creating a video, doing a blog, talk to one person. If you think about if I was at a cocktail party and Katie came up to me and asked me, how's the market? I wouldn't stand there like I'm talking to everyone and and have a conversation with her. And it's like, well, the market seems like as right. a matter of, I mean, it's like, I'm going to tell you, it's like, okay, Katie, where are you living? Where are you, where right. are you looking to, to go to? What are the things that are important to you? Do that in your video. Write it for your video for, and I always call it the three W's. So who is your audience and getting very specific about who is your audience What are you going to share with them and why is that important? I always say, does it pass the give a shit test? You know, it's like, why why is that important to them? So who is your audience? You know, and it doesn't mean you have to have that just be your audience for all of your videos. But if you're making a video and you're talking about divorce saying, hey, you know, are you going through a divorce right now? Are you someone who's going through a divorce right now? And, uh, you know, in this video, I'm going to share with you the three things you need to know, which is the what, so the who, are you going through divorce right now? Why, yes, I am. And I'm going to share with you the three things you need to know to protect yourself. And then the why is, and it's so that, so it's that transition so that you will know exactly the next step you need to take. That's the why. If you do that in every single one of your videos, into your blog posts, you're going to quickly identify who your market is and you're gonna have a conversation with them. So think about the three W's. Think of Wonder Woman and three W's.
3: The, that example that you just gave, I actually just did a series of of yes. videos about that, breaking it down by agency. There's also two parties in a in a divorce. Yeah. So I did a series of videos for Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA V A, and USDA, how to use child support and alimony to Perfect. qualify for a home. And but then there's the other one. What if you're paying the, the alimony child support? How does that affect your ability, you know, to get a home? And uh, and I actually had a question about that on one of those videos. It's like, well, what if you're what if you're paying it out? And uh, yeah, so it's it, super super relevant. But I I love that and and I, I love that you brought up that you're doing the video to one person because that's where people get confused. Mm. They think the internet and social media is this mass distribution. What you're mass distributing is a one-on-one conversation. There's only one person at a time watching your video. They're right. not at David Buster's with it on the big screen, playing it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't work that way. So I love sure, that sure. you brought that up. Um
0: <laughs> well, I feel the same way about actually about speaking from the stage. That talk to one person at a time from the stage. Like find a face and talk to that person, and then yeah. make your next point and talk to a different person, and not worry about if there's a thousand people in the room, just talk to a handful of people and and make it more personal.
2: If I may, back to that, talk to that one person. And you said, pretend you're talking Well, I'm looking at you right now, Katie, do you see what Katie's doing? I'm looking at her because I'm talking to her. I'm totally blowing off everybody else. I'm watching her nod her head up and down. Right. So what I do, especially for people, they're just starting with their video. Have somebody else hold the camera so you're talking to that person and you're not talking to the phone. Then you get the feedback of, of the thumbs up and the nodding and all that. So you're really literally talking to a person and not a phone. It's just a quick little tip.
0: I love it. Yeah. yeah. Or you can put,
1: I've I've had it where I've had <laughs> the little gumbies, the bendable gumbies, mm. and I've gotten those for clients and like, honestly, just put it over the camera. It's like, okay, look at Gumby. If you need something to look at, this is what, visualize that. But having that, that singular conversation and don't be afraid to do that and to have it in a conversational tone is, is so important. It also helps keep you on track. So those are the important things. Okay, but so I the one- said, the because, num-
0: I think it's the, like you said, about, about it's the relationship piece, right? And this is what I, you know, one of the, the things that I, I feel very strongly is that our job is to make friends and then help our friends make good decisions. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't overcomplicate That's- this job. No. Right. And, and it says we get we get paid to make friends and then help our friends make good decisions around our area of expertise. That's your if you're a realtor or you're a loan officer or you're a coach, you know, It's those are the, it's the same thing. If you're a leader. Right. If you lead a team of real estate agents or, or mortgage professionals. You get paid to make friends and then help your friends make good decisions. And that's it. And so if you're thinking about I say, I get this a lot of like, well, I don't know how to sell. And I'm like, well, do you know how to be eight? Were you ever an eight year old? Right. If you were ever an eight-year-old and you went out at recess and you went and you went out and said, Hey, I'd like to play kickball, you know. Hey, Scott, do you want to play kickball? And Scott might say, uh no, I think I'm gonna go on the swings today. And hey, Steve, do you want to play kickball? Like and ginger, you want to play sure someone's gonna want to play kickball with me, but I don't take it personally that that Scott wanted to go on the swings today. But tomorrow he might want to play kickball. So I'm gonna ask him again. Right. So if you're eight years old, you know, you know how to sell. So if you've ever experienced being an eight-year-old, you know how to sell. So that's it.
1: <laughs> I love it.
3: That's awesome.
1: So cool. Go ahead, Scott. I can see you have a question.
3: No, 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 no. I was just, I was just, I, I'm appreciating this conversation. I, I was just agreeing. Like that's a, that's such a great point.
0: The best salespeople in the world are in kindergarten. Oh my gosh. They're insane. <laughs> They're so good that they objection handle like a champ.
3: Right. I think that's in. There's a story in Think and Grow Rich that Napoleon Hill tells about the the little girl that wants a nickel or something, and he's just like, they won't stop until you give them a nickel. Like, there's something to learn there.
0: (laughs) Right. We all have it. We just at some point we got rejected. We had something happen. You know, you you were you know, no one wanted to play kickball with you, and so you feel outside the pack. And right. And so we have these life experiences, or somebody told us, oh, don't pester people. Right, uh, and, and um, I was only allowed three questions a day in the fifth grade, so um, <laughs> it, it was so so. You know, you have life <laughs> to be important, <laughs> right? And it's like okay, and so we 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 dull those skills, and I and but I, I do tell people you have them, you absolutely have them. Everybody has them, and it's yeah. just a matter of you know we got to dust them off and take them out of the drawer, and and they're there, and just know that you have something important to share with people and that you are here to help your friends make good decisions.
3: In in today's market, more than ever before, because because the news is confusing. If it bleeds, it leads. It's not the real story. The real story is personal. The real story is what is their particular situation. And that's why content is so important right now, because consumers just want to talk to a real human being and find out what the real story is.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not an, I haven't watched the news in a long time for the exact reason. It's uh it it's yeah. it's too broad stroke. And I said this is a this is personal, we're building relationships. Yep. So talk to me a little bit about because one of the things you said
1: was you're coaching speakers, mm-hmm. and so combining that. So where are you seeing those opportunities for originators to do just that and and to be able to to have that um, message, and and what are you seeing that that they so helping mm-hmm. them
0: speak more like loan officers? Yeah. Okay, um, well, honestly, this is a great time to go sharpen that saw of speaking. So join a Toastmasters group. Uh, you know, go. I've had I've had multiple people say they've they've taken an improv class, right, mm-hmm. um, to learn how to think on your feet, right? Because that's all improv is is teaching you how to pivot and think on your feet. Yeah. Um, and, and creating that skill. Toastmasters is great because it teaches you not only how to give a toast at an important event, it also teaches you one-on-one communication and more deliberate conversation. And I think it's it's what, what's interesting about originators is that they think everybody knows what nobody knows. Um, and because we do the backstroke in it, right? We do the backstroke in this market every day and Real estate and mortgage, and we have a certain language that we use, and we think everybody knows that there are twenty-five factors that make up rate, and they don't. And so it's it's having a message. I said my 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 big one message right now is anybody asks, you know, you how's the market? It's the international sign for book and appointment. That's my number one thing I'm telling people right now, and I'm saying it over and over and over. And I'll, I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> so most people like this group has not heard it before. Like, and, it's, and, it, and it's impactful. And I see the impact on people's faces when I communicate that, like, oh my gosh, that's I never thought about that. That makes so much sense. And so I want to do that because I know that it impacts people. And loan officers can do the same thing. What's your message? What is the opportunity that you see in this market? And talk about it over and over and over and over again where you're tired of hearing about it, though you're going to hit that one person who hasn't heard it before. And that's going to be the, the factor that changes somebody's life.
1: Well, and two things with that, first of all, there's an opportunity to do a video and the video can be as simple as, Hey, the question I get every single day is what's going on with the market. And then you can get into the reality is there's a lot of, you know, different factors, depending on, you know, where you're looking, you know, your life. You know, where and answer those, and and then say the best thing to do. Tell them what to do. Put oh, your call to do. action is. So, if the best thing to do with the question is what is going, you know, what's going on with the market, that the best thing to do is to set an appointment. Then do a video and tell them just that. So, the best thing to do to find out what's going on in the market is to schedule an appointment with me. Yep. And do that. Post it onto social. Do that. And you can do one for real estate agents. So go record a video, say, hey, are you a real estate agent who gets a phone call every day that says, what's going on with the market? You know what? I do too. And here's the thing. The best thing we can do is to schedule an appointment. So let's do that. And let's schedule an appointment and create a strategy to be able to do an appointment together together and answer their questions. Because you have questions on the real estate side. We have questions on the mortgage side. So we might as well, you know, create a plan to do it together. Right. So th- I, I love this whole strategy. It's like, don't just wait for it to happen. Tell them this is what's happening and this is how we solve it.
0: And I, and one thing I just want to share that it's, it's funny, every time I share this with mortgage professionals, they're like, really? Uh, being a realtor is a very lonely business. It's really? extremely lonely because everybody in your office is your competition. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have that collaborative environment that you see on the mortgage side with people sharing ideas and this is working. And um, because they're, you're literally the person sitting next to you could be competing against you at the next listing. So, there's a lot of like, well, you know, we, we do share some ideas, but there's other things I'm going to keep to myself. And if That's I go right. on a listing appointment and I beat out three other realtors for the listing and I come back to my office like Rocky and I'm like, yes. Well, I could have just beat out somebody else in my office. And then it feels like bragging. And then it does this. This is weird. And, and it's the, the stabbing like,
1: in the back and yeah, all and of that. Yeah. It's kind of like, stuff. oh, you're showing off
0: now. Right. And, and, it's like, oh, okay. And then the flip side, something, you go on a listing appointment or you meet with a buyer and you stick your foot in your mouth and you blow it. Right. I am not going to go and talk to a number, somebody else in your office and the realtor like, Oh, you want to hear the dumbest thing I said today. Right. Cause it's like, well, I don't want that out there. Right. That I say dumb things. So I need somebody to talk to in my industry who can either celebrate with me when I have a win or pick me up when I skin my knees. And that's how my loan officer was for me. He was my business partner. We shared our annual plans, not only for our business, but for our personal goals, um, financial goals, vacation goals, all that stuff. And we met once a week and held each other accountable. And we were each other's person when, you know, to celebrate or like, oh my gosh, I I need you to tell me that I'm not the worst person ever. Right, you know, and, uh, and so it was, it's something that realtors don't openly talk about, but it's true. And loan officers have no idea that realtors who seem like they're the life of a lot of uh, they're hosting parties well they have to be a certain persona when they're hosting parties and events and speaking from the stage that but as an individual it can be a very lonely business and so being a support mm-hmm. for them and helping them to think about the diff- the business differently is really really valuable
1: i love that the accountability partner too
0: mm-hmm. oh huge Huge, huge, huge.
1: Very cool. Okay, my friend, we need to have you back because we could <laughs> go on for a long time, but we do limit this to 30 minutes. Yeah, no, nope. love it. Um, so I do want to go ahead and close this out. I'm not seeing any questions um, straight away. I have a question. Oh, Steve has a question.
2: I know we have to close out 30 minutes, but I want to hear about your webinar tomorrow.
0: Oh, yes. Um, so tomorrow, if you go to coachkatie.com, you can register right there for free. Um, it's how to speak realtor. It'll be about 45 minutes. There will be opportunity for Q and A. It gives you that the, um, everything you need for getting an appointment with any realtor. Um, what to say at the meeting? How to convert the meeting into business. Um, so for you both, um, so that if you're helping them get leads and, and convert them into business, then that's business for you as well. Um, and I will take live objections. If anybody says, "Oh, this is an objection I get from realtors." Um, I pay it. I give you a Starbucks card if you can uh, stump the professor on handling objections. <laughs>
1: nice. I love it. So it's Coach Katie, K-A-T-E-Y dot Yep. And so you can go there and we didn't even get into your book, which I know you have some information on there as well. But I really encourage you, check Katie out. She does a phenomenal job. And as you can see, the, the the insight that she has and the information on not just both sides of being on real estate, but also the mortgage and then working with a vendor like like HomeBot, um, I mean, brings you full circle around. So thank you, Katie, so much.
0: My pleasure. What,
3: what's the name of the book? Jen Fretwell is asking. Name Fortune of the book? Cookie Leadership. Fortune Cookie Leadership.
1: Yeah, and I'll drop the information below um, on our um website or on our uh Facebook. Okay. So it's fortune cookie leadership and um it's an adorable it book. Yes, it's on Amazon. And I think you probably have another one in the in the works because I that do, one was a while I do, ago. I do.
0: Uh, the title, the working title is this is my inside voice. <laughs> I love
1: it. Okay. Love you, my friend. Good to right, see you, you. Thank
0: you, twice Thank you so much.
1: All and right. make sure and join us next week. Absolutely. Let's Thank you. Aloha. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.